everybody, it's Clint. Going to do a podcast. I'm sitting here right before I go out to my book signing today, Sunday, uh, the 13th. And this podcast hopefully will come out Monday night, Tuesday morning. But I just had to get this out now. I went and rode my bike this morning. Rode for about an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, and listened to another podcast. And on that podcast, um, something rang true for me. It's something I've been talking about when we talk about nuns. I'm being spiritual but not religious that I've talked about the last two podcasts and my last couple of writings on my blog at powerforliving.wordpress.com. And this guy was talking and said, you know, I was angry with Christianity because at some point Christianity taught me fire and brimstone kind of things. And it taught only that I need to be worried about the outside world and stay away from the outside world. So if I went to certain movies or said certain things or acted in certain ways, um, I was going to go to hell. And then I found this whole other world of spirituality, of truth, of life, of love, of grace, of peace that came from all these other places. And I was mad at Christianity because Christianity didn't teach me this. It taught me that, hey, you stay away from the world for 70 years, 80 years. Don't do things too wrong, too bad. Then you die and you stay in heaven forever. And what I learned from all the other spiritual traditions, he said, was that our work is supposed to be done here, right here, right now. For these 70, 80 years you have on this earth, this is where the work is to be done. This is what the work is really about. It's not about something after here. We're all going to be fine after here. It's what you're going to do with right here, right now. And as he was saying that, not that I've ever been angry with Christianity, but I know at times that I have told people and looked at things and said, if that's what Christianity is, when I hear preachers preach or I hear people say something or I see something on Facebook or you watch something on the news, if that's what Christianity is, I want nothing to do with that. At times I've even said, hey, if that's what Christianity is, I'm not a Christian. And so I don't know if you call that angry. Maybe I was. Maybe I have been. I call it more, this just doesn't work for me. There's got to be something bigger and better out there. And when I hear him talk about that in that podcast, I said, yeah, that's right. And they were talking on the podcast. I said, what is the one thing, you know, even if there is a bigger spirituality, a bigger truth, a bigger something out there, why do people still get excited and talk about Jesus? Which is what I want to do. There's something big and huge and terrible. I mean, awful, awesome and great and wonderful out there. And I still want to talk about Jesus. And the question was, why do we do that? If Christianity has left a bad taste in our mouth, at times we want us to like almost throw up in our mouth because of what we hear and what we see. Why do we still want to talk about Jesus? And for me, because I love what Jesus teaches in the scriptures. I love what you read about Jesus. There's this place of love and forgiveness and grace and peace and joy. And even in the midst of your most awful, terrible circumstances, you can still have love and peace and joy. And how do you do that? And what this guy talked about, they both said, hey, the changing thing for me, the thing that changes when I went to counseling, I went to therapy. And what I learned in my counseling and therapy is that it was not just a psychological thing. It was also a spiritual journey happening with me. And what I learned is that all spiritual traditions tell me one thing, and that is I need to change my inner world. What's going on with me? Why do I act and react the way I act? And how do I make that practical living out every day? And then that will change the world around me. When I change me, And how I perceive and look at the world and why I do what I do and how is it I'm doing what I'm doing. Then I can have an impact on what is going on around me. And most people miss this if you call yourself a Christian. What we tend to do is say, hey, how do I change my outer life? Make sure I look good and okay and pray the prayer and 
and make sure I go to church and make sure I do quote unquote all the right things. And then someday I'll die and all this will be over. Thank God. And I get to go to heaven and I don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. And the reality is that what we need to be doing is changing our inner life. And that's been true for me too. So when I heard this podcast, I went, yeah, that's me. This whole journey for me throughout my whole life has been about how do I make Christianity, spirituality, psychology, real and effective and every day, moment by moment, minute by minute, real. And that begins only with me changing me. Why do I react the way I react? Why do I do what I do? How did that happen that way? Why did that happen that way? What's going on there? Why did that come out of me like that? Now, one of the best places in scriptures I find this is in Matthew 15. In Matthew 15, Jesus is um, talking to the Pharisees in the beginning of the chapters because the Pharisees come up to him and say, Hey, why do you and your disciples play fast and loose with God's rules and commands? You know, you, you, you guys weasel around things and you guys are standing there and you're eating out of the field and you're not washing your hands. And scripture says, Hey, you should be washing your hands. You should be doing those things. And Jesus says, Hey, you guys don't follow the rules. The Bible says, hey, love your father and mother, honor them, and you guys don't do that. You can go and read chapter 15 if you want of Matthew. And um, after that, disciples look at Jesus and say, hey, man, you really pissed them off. And Jesus says, I don't really care. They're blind men. They're leading blind men. And if blind men lead blind men, they all fall into a ditch. And then Peter, or Paul, excuse me, or Peter, yes, comes up to Jesus in verse 15 and says, I still don't get it. Okay, Jesus, tell me in plain language, what, what, why did you make them so mad? Why would you do that? And I love the next verse of the Bible. It's my most favorite verse. Jesus says, you too? Are you being willfully stupid? (laughs) And I love that verse because at times I am so willfully stupid. I'm not understanding what's going on around that really it's pointing me to this inner reality. Because right after that, Jesus says, don't you know that anything that is allowed or swallowed into you works its way through the intestines and is finally defecated? But what comes out of the mouth gets a start in your heart. It's from your heart that we vomit up evil arguments, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, lies, and cussing. That's what pollutes. Eating or what not eating certain foods, washing or not washing your hands. That's neither here nor there. And here is Jesus saying what I hear the Buddha saying. What I hear psychology saying. What I hear Hinduism saying. And even Islam saying. And even we know as people, hey, when things happen to you that you don't like and you react and say, oh, I'm angry and you made me and I can't believe. And if you just would have done that differently, if that would have happened differently, I wouldn't have to have been and I wouldn't be angry. The reality is, no, that was in you already. And that's work for you to do. And if you really want to change the world around, you've got to figure out how and why that's coming out of you like that. When the world squeezes you, I know most of you have heard this um, from me before, or when the world squeezes you, what comes out? When stress happens, what comes out? Because you can't blame that on anybody else. That only comes from you. Now, usually in my talks, sometimes I have an orange and I say, if I cut the top of this orange out and I squeeze it onto the floor, what comes out? Everybody says, orange juice, stupid. And I say, yeah, orange juice. I mean, I can't take a needle, a syringe and some needles and squirt some grape juice in there or some apple juice no because still orange juice comes out and what we all like to say is no 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 somebody else put that there if you wouldn't if i wouldn't be so angry if it wasn't for and you and reality is when life squeezes us and that stuff comes out of us anger and frustration and 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 intolerance and unforgiveness 
and anger, that's something we have to work on. And I'll give you an example of this in my own life. Several weeks ago, um, we had something going on in our family. Um, we made an appointment. I made an appointment at my therapist, and we all were going as as a family to the therapist. And yes, therapist goes to therapy. I would not go to a therapist who has not been in therapy because this is all inner work. We all have to be doing our inner work. If we're not doing our inner work, mm, you don't need to be at that therapist's office or maybe even be friends with that person. But anyway, so we're going to the therapist. It took me a couple weeks to get an appointment with him. Before we go, probably an hour before we go, before we go pick up my son, me and my wife are standing in a coffee shop and we're talking. And she asked me how I'm doing and what's going on and how that last week or so has been since we found out some information and what we're going to do about it. And, you know, I get upset. I said, I've been holding in my emotions and not talking about it and just waiting for this appointment. And I almost start to cry and I tears start to come out of my eyes. And, you know, I hear my wife, I don't know really what she said at that moment, kind of say, oh, here you go again. And this is what you do. And you've been holding it in and you shouldn't hold it in. And why do you do this? And, and, you know, I heard those things as criticism. I know what she was really doing in that moment was wanting me to feel better, not wanting to be angry, not wanting me to be hurt, wanting to fix me, wanting to make me feel all right. But in that moment, all I heard was criticism. And I looked at her and I said, this is why I don't share with you. Because all you're going to do is tell me I can't feel the way I feel and you're going to shut me down. And the conversation was over. So we pick up my son at school and we go to the therapist's office. And at some point in the midst of the therapist's office, of course, I'm we're talking about things. And I have to look at her and I say, Faith, honey, I want you to recognize and realize that when I said that to you in the coffee shop, that wasn't you about you. That was me. You know, I know that deep within me, I live with this narrative, this story that says, hey, nobody cares. Nobody's going to listen to you. Your feelings don't matter. Don't share them with anybody because nobody's going to care. They're going to shut you down. They're going to tell you why you shouldn't be feeling like that. They're going to make you feel stupid and silly about them. And so when I heard you start telling me the things you were saying, I heard that as criticism. I heard that as, oh, I can't share. Oh, I shouldn't be doing that. And that came out of me that way because I got stressed. I know what you were doing. You were trying to help me. You were trying to make me feel better. You were trying to make this go away. You were trying to make me um, feel good about myself and what's going on. And I shouldn't have held it on this long. And I should not have. I have been talking about this weeks ago. And all that was good stuff you were trying to tell me. But that was me. <laughs> For me, it was Matthew 15. See, I try to do and learn and, and do what I try to teach people to do. I had to look at myself and say, oh, that ride over the therapist, why'd that come out of me like that? What was going on there when life squeezed me that hard? What was happening? And in that moment, I knew what was happening. All the things I just said. And that's for me to work on. That's nobody else's problem. That was already living there within me. That nobody cared. That nobody loves me. That my feelings don't matter. That I'm be told this is crazy. That that's not really how it happened, Clint. That all these things are going to go through my head and that's what comes out of me. So I have to be very aware of that. And I was in that moment. And the whole time I'm saying that, I'm looking at my, my wife, I'm looking at Faith, sitting on the couch, and I can see my therapist in the corner of the room, sitting in his chair, just shaking his head up and down at me. Yep, yep, yep. And I know what he's thinking. Yep, that's you, Clint. That's all your stuff that had nothing to do with her. And then I got to ask what I needed there, which is at times I just need somebody to hear me and listen to me and not try to fix it or make it better because I just hear that as criticism. So me being aware of my own inner working has allowed me to be assertive and ask for what I needed and Ask for it in a way that could be heard rather than an angry, unjustifiable, frustrated way that nobody's going to hear and is just going to shut me down even more and not care even more and be mad even more. I got to ask for it in a way that could be heard. And my wife, she also said, you know, I know I need to listen to and hear you and I just wanted to make you feel better and I just want to fix it and make it better and I'm sorry. And we got to talk and my son got to witness that. 
and we got to challenge him about what goes on inside of him. He's got to work on that because this is the work of spirituality. This is the work of our lives. Yes, it's to get saved and go to heaven and all make somebody else get saved and go to heaven, but the real work of our lives is our inner work. So that when events of our life that we do not control because we do not control them, everything from a flat tire to the air conditioner being broke to somebody passing away, and when that life squeezes us in a multitude of ways, we know how to take care of ourselves and react. And we know that we're going to be okay. And we may feel angry and sad and afraid and scared, but we know somewhere we have certainty. We know how to ask for what we need. We know how to get what we need without being angry and frustrated and expecting it from somebody and expecting they should be acting the way we think they should be acting. Because if you just act the way you need to act, then I would get what I needed. That's not how that works. So my challenge for you today in this really short little podcast is for you to do some inner work. Now, whether that means going to a counselor or a therapist, joining a group, going to a 12-step meeting, doing it in your life group, finding a community that will do that with you, do that inner work. Take care of yourself. Find out why. That's the question I usually ask myself and I ask people to ask themselves. When I get angry and mad and I yell and I get upset or I shut down and I don't say anything at all to anybody and I walk away and I swallow it and I eat it and I feel terrible tomorrow and then I literally eat my emotions away or I go to sleep for hours. Why is that coming out of me like that? What do I need to learn about myself, about what I learned in my history, about what I learned around me, what I learned from my spirituality, what I learned from my family, my parents, my environment that tells me this is how I should be acting. Why'd that come out of me like that? Where did the anger, evil, hurt part of me? How can I heal that, change that, ask what I need, heal it? How can God help me do it? And this is what I love to teach people because Christianity can help you do it. In all kinds of spiritual ways, you can do it. In psychology, you can do it. We can help each other. We can support each other. We can be vulnerable together and say, yeah, me too. You are not alone out there. You are not alone, and I want you to know that today. Also, hey, today's my book signing. You won't see this till later, but hey, if you want a good devotional book that points you to how you change your inner world and quits focusing so much on the outer world, you know, go find my book on Amazon.com. Just search my name, Clint Payne. It's called Becoming a Person of Grace because it's all about the inner workings of us as people. How do we change how I'm looking at the world and how I'm seeing the world and what's going on within me so that I can become a person who is able to hand out grace to others? How can God help me do that? How am I going to do that? Hey, coming in another month, I'm going to have a meeting and I'm going to talk about some of these things and we're going to hopefully start a community of people who want to know how to change their inner world, how to have practical love and care for other people, how to really take care of the poor, the sick, how to bring change, real life change to people day in and day out. i got a great vision for that. I'm going to be spilling that out a little bit as we go along here. But this is where I want to start. It's challenging you. It's challenging me. Hey, when life squeezes me this way, how, what am I going to do? Why is that coming out of me like that? What's happening there for me? So remember that this week as you go through your week. Be that, make that the question you ask yourself when you get upset, angry, sad. React. We all have that reaction. We just wham. All of a sudden we just react and we get angry and we have to walk away. And we go, ooh, why did I do that? What's going on with me there? And then take responsibility for it. Tell that person 
here's what's came out of me. That's me, not you. It has nothing to do with you. You know, try to do what I try to do with my wife. There's none of you. That's my stuff. I don't need to be reacting like that. I don't need to be saying it that way. I need to recognize what you're doing. I need to ask what I need in a different way. Do that and watch your world change. Watch the inside world for you change. Watch the outside world become more peaceful and more graceful and more joyful. So hopefully I'm going to see some of you today. Enjoy this podcast later on this week when you get it. I'll put some more out very soon. Have a great, great week. Practice that one thing today, this week. See how it changes your life. We'll talk again. Namaste.